form of fascism. And what I mean by that is we've, we've had a neoliberal rule from Carter to Obama. That neoliberal rule left in place a national security state. It left in place massive surveillance. It left in place the ability of the president to kill an American citizen with no due process. That's Obama. That was the culmination of the neoliberal era. Now you get someone who's narcissistic, which is to say out of control psychologically, who is ideologically confused, which is to say in over his head. And who does he choose? The most right-wing reactionary zealots, which lead toward the arbitrary deployment of law, which is what neo-fascism is, but to reinforce corporate interests, big bank interests, and to keep track of those of us who are cast as other, peoples of color, women, Jews, Arabs, Muslims, Mexicans, and so forth and so on. So this is one of the most frightening moments in the history of this very fragile uh, empire and fragile republic. This is 102.3 WHIV LP FM in New Orleans. We are community radio dedicated to human rights and social justice. Please consider donating at whivfm.org. It's communities like ours that help to support progressive programming. At WHIV, we support ending all wars. Good afternoon. This is Jamie Bernstein from the Offer Radio Hour. I want to remind you to support WHIVLP New Orleans because it is New Orleans' only radio station dedicated to human rights and social justice. And by the way, I am not just a host of a radio show here. I am also a member. You, too, can become a member by going to our website, whivfm.org, and clicking Donate. Hi, this is Sam Price. I host Soul Shine Radio every Tuesday night from 10 to 12. I believe in WHIV's mission of radio programming dedicated to human rights and social justice, which is why I'm not just a DJ here at the station, I'm a member too. Join me. Become a member today by visiting whivfm.org and click donate. Thanks. Peace.
This is 102.3 WHIVLP, and you are listening to Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving, and looky, looky here, looky, looky here. Thank you for joining us, Doc Griggs. Thanks for joining <laughs> on your radio program. How much do we get fined for cursing? Uh, how much do you get fined for cursing on air? <laughs> At WHAV, we have a rule that you are responsible for your own FCC fines. Don't we do this show together? <laughs> yeah. At 10, but I'm not going to say that. All right, here you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, you want to show the sign, too? I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Greg is taking us off. Yeah, there you go. As, Preventing get- HIV is easy. Dude, I'm reading. Preventing HIV is easy. Get prepped. You can get free HIV testing at any Access Health Louisiana location. Plus, same-day primary care appointments are always available. Access has a new location downtown New Orleans at the Pythian Building where people can be seen. I hate the word individuals in this. People can be, may be seen for diagnosis and treatment of HIV, STIs, and PrEP. Plus, all Access Health Louisiana patients qualify for discounted medications through their pharmacy. More information is available at accesshealthla.org. That's accesshealthla.org. How are you doing, Doc Griggs? I was fine until it. What is that? What are you it's, like a, it's like a La Croix. It's like a. I spell La Croix. L A space C R O I X. La Croix. You said Croix. Like, was it, how's it? You said Croix? La Croix. The, the R is silent. It's French. It's like. A, <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Derek and the D is silent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Okay, all right. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Le Croix. <laughs> Mufasa. I did not realize. Lion King is out right now. Mufasa. <laughs> say it again. Ooh. Dude, I swear to God, I don't and understand Lion King. When uh, I saw Lion King in the theater when it came out in the mid-90s, and yeah. my buddy and I walked out after like 20 minutes of the movie. Like I we love were, that movie. We were so bored. It's, it's become such a Rafiki. cultural. So what's happening on Saturday? Saturday is... Wow, the Inspire NOLA is doing a backpack give it, giveaway in Andrew Wilson Charter School. Um, what I'm recruiting you for, yes. I'm trying to recruit you for, we're having a get check, get fit, get moving in partnership with Doc Foundation, Doc Greeks Foundation. Think about this. Uh, we want to do a kids tune-up, right, where we do screenings for eye health, ear health, and dental health, teeth. So uh, I need your help screening the eyes and the ears because here's the deal. If you think about it, uh, kids, when we grew up, and I'm not ashamed, uh, hanging with a senior citizen has really helped me embrace my age. Thank you for that, Doc. Uh, are you yeah. saying that you're the senior citizen? No, no, I'm hang- I'm I said hanging with. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're saying I'm the is senior Is that an AARP citizen. stamp tattoo on your <laughs> arm? Is that, does it, does it really say AARP? Really? It says WHIV, <laughs> but that's, your vision is probably going, your vision is going bad on you because so, you. Uh, <laughs> so when we grew up, if you think about it, like most of the time, I don't know about you, but my mid quarter reviews weren't always the greatest um and most of my friends yeah when we were in grade school Mm -hmm. part of the reason why was we spent our time outside right right if your last name was washington and you were lined up in the class and you were in the back of the class you always got in trouble people got in trouble because they couldn't see right and it wasn't really found until because at the mid mid first quarter you go back to school you're squinting, right. or you just put your head down, or you like right. slapping somebody in the back of the head. Or we, right. we, we you, remember we used to do spit wide. Yeah, 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 of course. Spit wide the whole night sitting in the back of the class, or you've been swimming all summer. Right. You've been on vacation. Right. You've been at the o- pool, neighborhood o- pool, o- the pool at your house, external. or your butt. Yeah, right. otitis. You have these ear infections, and yeah. you constantly have a headache. Or you've been eating candy all summer, right. and sweets all summer, right. and you have these dental. 
So no one checks their eyes, ears, or teeth before they go to school, and it right. affects and, the ability to learn. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you think about it, all they really care about is if they have a murmur or not. That's all they <laughs> care about. Look, look, come here. Let me let me yeah. listen to your heart. <laughs> no murmur. Oh, and the, oh, and then they check your head for lice. They take that uh, the popsicle stick, <laughs> so <it's, yeah. laughs> the tongue depressor, and they look through your hair and see if you had lice. They check that, that's, you that's the official uh, medical term for it. Yes, the popsicle yes. stick. Yeah, that, yes, yes. We do health literacy, community, community medicine, <laughs> community medicine. So, so what we're trying to do, what I'm, what I'm trying to set up, what I want to be a part, and they're making a passport for people to do it. Right. That and the fact that if you play sports. Don't call me at the last minute, right before football or basketball season. Oh, my baby need a physical. Can you get it tomorrow? No, listen. You know that kid is going to try out for sports right now. (laughs) Get the physical. Or better yet, bring the form. Call the school. Get the form. Bring it with you to the pediatrician. Right. And get the physical. Or wouldn't it be nice if, like, the school uh, board would just send doctors and nurses to the school. So that's They're what we're going, trying to do going on Saturday. To where, the, that, 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 where the people are. That, go, yeah, that's the that, whole point I, right, of it. Are that's what I'm saying. Meet the people it's, where they are. It's everything that you keep saying. So I'm trying to get, and we'll have the privacy thing set up, trying to get the things set up so we can do the, the physicals, screenings. the screenings, and, and potentially, Vaccines? possibly, well, if, if they want them, I mean, whatever I can offer at this, at the school for the backpack giveaway, um, the kids can get right there. It's a one-stop shop, so you can get right. everything that you can. And I'm going to do the best I can to find docs that don't mind volunteering and helping us out. Uh, uh, yeah, what's well, the time? <laughs> it's from 9 to 12. Yeah, yeah. 9 I, to 12. I have a gig at 2.30. All right, I need yeah. is one. All I need is one, and I will buy you a liqueur. You will, and you, you <laughs> I'll said, buy you a watermelon and liqueur. And you said it really good, Derek. Yeah, <laughs> and the D is silent. <clears throat> I need my voice that I had three weeks ago. The D is silent. I've got it for you. <laughs> <laughs> the D is highlight. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, so just they're doing that. It'll be fun. There's backpack giveaways with the whole nine. And of course- Hold on, when you say backpack giveaways, what does that mean? They have a backpack and they fill it with school supplies. Got it. For your kids. And, who's, and it's who's, open who's, to the entire city. It's really? It's sponsored by Inspire NOLA. Okay. And, 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 and it'll be why amazing. Don't you, why don't you put a PSA on for WHIV? I will, you know- I, Contact Kelly. She'll do you know do anybody there? <laughs> Kelly will yeah, contact Kelly. You know Kelly. someone at WHIV? Like, uh, yeah, dude, it's like, amazing. I've been really trying to get on that show, like on that station. Yeah. Forever, like, well, it helps if you I don't think I drink the right water. I need to drink If you actually if you show up on time, it works really well. On time to where? <laughs> well, to your own show. Oh, <laughs> You're oh, really? seated outside. So wait, you mean the show doesn't start till I get here? <laughs> that means I was on time. No. <laughs> I was just on my time. No, I, was I was actually on my time. I was waiting for the song to end, and then I was going to I was going to get on and I was gonna razz you and just i was gonna try to i was gonna like get my phone and tune in and just bring the phone to you out of your car as you're jabbing away in your air-conditioned vehicle no no, no you no. still have a rent a car what's up with that oh man so uh. so uh griggs uh so dr griggs show. yeah dr griggs uh, f- uh on the uh wednesday kind of freak flood that we had uh as an out crazy of, so as an outer band of barry so, so let me tell you i have ptsd i dude i can imagine i felt it i felt it Myself, just like that Wednesday. Wednesday happened, and then on Thursday, I'm like everybody else at the supermarket. I'm at Home Depot. <laughs> like no, things are like, flying off like shelves. Straight up, and, like as as recently as yesterday at one o'clock. Yeah, it started raining. Oh yeah. I looked. I just got out of the car and looked up, and it's like, like seriously. Yeah, great. I just, so great. I just took my shoes off. I'm like, well, I'm gonna lose these. <laughs> Well, <laughs> might as well get this over with now. Greg's <laughs> loves a wet sock, man. It's like walking in a house when your mom's going to give you a spanking. You just go get the belt. Like, look, just go, let's get this right, over yeah, with. Yeah. Look, before you even walk in, yeah, right. I broke the lamp and the refrigerator 
We need to get another. It'll never I, work again. You should have just taken your, your foot with a sock on it and just put it under the sink just and just it, gotten it yeah, wet. Just, look, my sock is wet. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Right? Look, Mom, the, don't pay attention to the parts in the back of the refrigerator. The refrigerator will never work again. I did get shocked a little bit, but I'm okay. I'm letting you know I'm okay. And all those parts, the parts are in a bag. So can we just, here, take this, right. and let's get this. And I know that I can never go out again in life, and I, I will never get Grounded anything. Grounded yeah, like, yeah, so I'm just going to go to my room. Here's my phone. Here's my Nintendo. Look, here's everything. And, I, I mean, you know, what book do you The, the right. Great Gatsby? Then right. I, I'm good. Me and Great Gatsby will get along great, but yeah. So I'm 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 a little traumatized. Like so it's, you it's, lost it's, three cars in the first floor of your house. In the first floor of my house, and I have done as what we talked about before. Right. Uh, I've adapted. Um, and Wait, so what we, we have to do as a city. When when we rebuild, um, we're gonna I the mean, city or your house. Well, the city. Yeah. Well, well, we're rebuilding the city. And right. We're doing a great job of it. I think the city did amazingly with that Barry and I think they'll do amazingly moving forward right. but moving forward with my house I'm not putting anything there it's going to be basically patio furniture right. and stone if you want to sit on the porch inside come downstairs <laughs> <laughs> when I say man cave this is straight Fred, straight Fred Flintstone you might have rock a rock sofa <laughs> so uh, <laughs> rock so- and I'm, I'm are, really you know, are you going to have a grill inside in this uh, indoor patio space too? Uh, hey man, you know, a, l- a little pool. Strange, strange, stranger things have happened. I can just wait for it to rain to fill the pool, right? Yeah, you're right. I, I'm, I'm, and as far as transportation goes, I'm really trying to figure out where Fred bought his car. I'm just gonna get some I think thick it had sole had shoes. Wheels on it. No, no, <laughs> it st- I'm good with that. I'm good with All that. Right. And I'm just gonna get some thick sole shoes for my brakes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're good to go. And get a hole for Poppy to put his head up through the roof, dude, like Dino. I'm dude, good. Uh, it, it, you didn't see those they, in Cuba? Did they have it with the? They, they had the had old cars. They had the old cars. They had to put the mats over because the, they the bottoms of the of the cars were worn out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, like yeah. it was. It yeah, felt yeah, like yeah, yeah. you had to keep your feet elevated because yeah, yeah, the road yeah, is yeah, underneath yeah. you. So I'm working on that again. So we're gonna you and I and and the. My colleagues and the faction are going to work with a group to start the medic program, the pipeline. Uh, there's a program set up in Cuba with Elam, their med school, which is amazing. Right. Where if you are from, if you promise, and Castro set this up decades ago, if you promise to go back to the community that you came from, you can go to med school in Cuba for free. Right. Between 18, ages of 18 and 25. Right. There is such brilliance in this community. Oh, yeah. That don't even realize how brilliant they are. Once you give people medicine, the stuff that we know, and they give it back, every time you talk to them, you learn something new. Sure. I don't come up, I'm not that creative or not that smart to come up with all these analogies and ways. I talk to people. Right. And they explain it back to me. I'm like, oh, that's kind of like when, well, yeah, what you said. Yeah. Mm, What's your name, baby? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I want to set up a pipeline. There's, there's talking about the, the, the fact everyone's in a crisis right now because there are less African-American males in med school now than there were in 1978. Yeah, it's amazing. Of the doctors, of the MDs in the country, African-Americans only make up 4%. Yeah, it's crazy. African-American males make up about 35 to 40% of that, less than half right. of that, which means... And, and just to also, just to kind of add context to that 4%, we're also looking at a population that makes up about 14% of the country. Exactly. So you would expect that there should be at least, at least, at least fourteen percent. Fourteen percent. Because in and the studies school. show. So the the the, <laughs> I hate to say that the the fastest growing group of extinct mammals <laughs> in the human world 
in this country is African American males. That's what everyone's worried about because we're dying sooner, we're dying quicker, well, we're not called, going to the that's, doctor. That's called is that's called John Henryism. It's it, are yeah. So yeah, so that's called John Henryism. If you're tuned in, you're listening to one two point three WHIV. This is the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show with Doc Griggs and Doctor Derry. Doctor Derry was late. It's okay, <laughs> Doc Griggs, yeah. and this is Doctor Derry. John Henryism essentially is this idea. There's the same concept that applies to uh, black women as well, and that's called weathering mm-hmm. in women. And the whole concept is. This idea of what we refer to as allostatic load. And allostatic load load, is essentially the the amount of disease burden that any one person carries with them. So, for example, for someone like myself, my main medical problem that I take medications for is just hypertension. I'm a 51-year-old male, otherwise healthy. How old are you? 51. So you may have somebody like Derek with a silent D over there uh, who may have have hypertension, diabetes, uh, hyperlipidemia, uh, and maybe uh, a, a previous heart attack. And so he has coronary artery disease as well. That allostatic load would be a lot. For the record, higher. I don't and did not. By the way, yeah, don't no. <laughs> and oh yeah, that's the other thing we need to talk about too. Yes, no, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm leading yeah, up yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, we we definitely need to talk about that. Doc, I, I came in really trying to keep you up. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. No, no, no. I, I, and I'm being all serious. I appreciate it. It's what friends I, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what Eric is referring to is that I had a very, very, very close friend uh, of mine died uh, a couple days ago. A very young man died of a heart attack. Anyway, um, this whole idea of an allostatic load is the amount of disease burden that any one person carries with them. And it's a measurable, you, we can measure that using uh, uh, some, some tests and some uh, 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 calculators that can kind of measure somebody's allostatic load. And what we find is that people who have greater allostatic loads are more likely Define to suffer. Define allostatic load again. Say that slowly so people can understand. So it's the I mean, I understand. Yeah. Right, it's the disease burden that any one person carries with them. So, again, someone like myself, 51 years old, with hypertension, my allostatic load is a little bit lighter. Somebody uh, my age, uh, let's say, who has multiple uh, health issues, diabetes, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, coronary artery disease, what have you, there's a higher allostatic load. We refer to that that burden, that disease burden is, 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 is greater with them. And what, what does that mean, though, with the disease burden? What does that higher allostatic load means what? I was just about to get to that. So it well, used, why don't you get to that? <laughs> thank you. I'm glad I'm leading you. Are you right? on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, that. No. <laughs> uh, WHIV is me. Absolutely not. Um, the uh, it essentially will release. You have higher levels of cortisol and other stress hormones, and those. What does that, cortisol do? So it's a stress hormone, and so these are these are the hormones that are released uh, during the flight or fight response, and they they are meant to be turned off after. They do their job to help you through some whatever stressful situation there is. But when these stress hormones are turned on all the time and they never get shut down, uh, what happens is that people then start they start aging uh, in an advanced way. So that if you take, for example, in the example that we're take we're looking at right now, we're referring to something called John Henryism, and John Henryism refers strictly to black males, mostly black males, and it was first described in black males. Let's just put it that way. And what the 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 what we have seen in medicine is that when you look at black women and black men, because of the stresses that they live. Uh, in the the life that is lived in America, and I would just point to uh, the uh, president's uh, the tweets recently uh, that were aimed at uh, at people of color. That's just a very 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 small 
but still, I think, notable uh, example of the stressors in life that people of color uh, live with in America because we are a uh, uh, str- we are a racist country. I mean, there's no other way of saying it. And when you look at policies that uh, people of color and communities of color have experienced, policies that have left them in poverty, uh, policies that have left uh, uh, that we have higher rates of incarceration. But you know, you look at marijuana w- rates between uh, black and white people; they're exactly but you still have higher rates of, of uh, communities of color that are in, incarcerated because of marijuana. So all of that put together, all of that put together, you have L, uh, you have uh, higher allostatic loads. And in black women, that's referred to as weathering. In black men, that's referred to as John Henryism. But in the end, essentially what happens is that we see that black people age faster than non-black people in the U.S. Yeah, so but black don't crack. So we look young. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so 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 the point is with that is that with less African American males being in med school, there's less coming out of the pipeline, and the studies show that people are more compliant when they can identify sure. with their clinician. Tell me, you know, tell the story about when you walk around with scrubs, would the kids come up to you and talk? You ain't no doctor. <laughs> what you do? Why you wearing that? You ain't no doctor. I mean, that's just like that is. You push it, people around the hospital? It, oh. No, no, seriously. No, seriously. They, oh. And there's nothing wrong, and I'm not disparaging. No, I no, no, no. What it, it, it's reflective of the great, fact that they, that they don't see anybody that, that looks I'm like that. Anything them. Right, but, but a doctor. Authoritarian figure uh, in the medical system. Right. And when you let them know that I am a medical doctor and I teach, right. and you can do this too. Once, man, let me tell you a real story. Like, when Barack Obama got elected, like people may think or may not think about what they want about him. But for me, um, it had me forgiving my ancestors, my grandparents, and my family. Because growing up, I was told that you can be anything. You can be an astronaut, Superman, Batman, da da da. You can even be president of the United States. I'm like, you lying. I ain't know. <laughs> there were jokes. Richard Pryor, all the comedians made jokes about if it was a black president, da da da. The fact. Just the fact that he got elected and was an African American African American president opened up the possibility. Everything's impossible until someone does it. Sure. And the fact that he did it, people didn't know that they could be astronauts and walk on the moon until we went there. Sure. So I cried. I cried right. like a baby because I'm like, wow. So I don't have to lie, and it's it's true now. I don't want to be president. Right. I don't want that job. I, I would love for you to be president. Uh, yeah, right. as, long as, you, as long as you pronounce my name, I would use my real name, Derek. <clears throat> the D would no longer be silent. My name is Derek. It's Derek Griggs. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Doc Griggs. No, no. Dr. Derek. Doc D. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, <laughs> but the fact, once you see it, you know you can, can be it. Sure. So for these kids walking around, dude, you're in a band. You play these musicians. Other doctors see you and they see the possibility. Like, you know what? I don't have to just be this. Right. I'd like to play an instrument when I was in second grade. Let right. me pick it. You tend to inspire people by your actions. What? It's not just kids, but what people see is what they can. They know they can be. There's a story on social media about a guy that was an auto mechanic that ended up finishing med school at 47 because he said, you know what? I just want to do it. Right. And he did it. You right. know what that did for other folks just by virtue of the fact that he existed right. and he exists. So wearing the scrubs 
and being in the schools and talking and being showing that, listen, we're all people. Dude, imagine the analogies that guy has. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) If he was an auto mechanic, he probably has so many analogies for things to explain stuff. Well, it's kind of like the way a carburetor works, (laughs) you know, or whatever. Right, 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 right. You know, the the heart's like the battery. What What are you looking at, man? No, I'm, I'm, dude, I have to, I have no other access to the internet and what we talk about other than my phone. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Can I be informed? Is it okay to be informed? Yeah, it's, you do. We're talking. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, well, good. We're talking and I'm reading. All right, so. <laughs> you were talking. Yeah. <laughs> you make me read signs, I read my phone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, you, you, dude, you're giving me heart trouble. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, uh, just continue to beat on, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to beat. I need to beat. I need to beat. So we're, I'm talking right, about African-American so males, and yes, I'm, I'm leading so this to a conversation. People, right. Inspire people. I'm leading this to a conversation that we have in the barbershops. My barber, actually, uh, Stan the barber, who I try to You empower. have a barber? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, what does he cut? Dude, in order to stay bald, you have to cut your hair. So let's go back do, to hair what growth what 101. They, what do they do? Do they shave it, or do they in clip order, it? In, in order... <laughs> In order to be bald, <laughs> unless you have alopecia, which I do not, you have to cut hair. It's so, like grass. Wait, so, like, do, wait. So you have a lawn. You, you don't. You live in a condo, you, but if I you do. live in a house yeah. and your lawn is manicured, right. you have a lawn guy. Right, right. Wait, so you do you have a you, you got a guy that just how, how does he cut his hair? I mean, honestly, I'm asking. Like, do they shave? Or so what generally, is, so what happens what is, is when you cut someone's hair, you either you you use a sharp edged. Object. So you get your typically, it's done with how often scissors. You, how, often be done it, how often do you? Because it looks nice and clean, and like it's shiny on the top. And I mean, he's doing a great job. <laughs> All right. So, what about your barber? He's doing a great he's, job. I love your barber. How come we don't, dude? How, how come he's not sitting right there? So we can have him on. Not next week. I'll be out of town. But oh, the following okay. week, we'll so have no him on. Sh- no show next week. The barber or? has a real story. His brother was fifty-one years old. We talk about. Uh, for the last 10 years, I've been working with Stan. And then for the last two, three, we've been doing this doc talking at the barbershop. I've been empowering uh-huh. my barbershop so they can be us. We don't have to be there. We just become the... By by us, you mean that they're able to talk to each other doctors. about health yeah, issues. We're, we're, we, right. we replace WebMD, which is kind of needed because WebMD yeah. kills everybody. Oh, jeez. Uh, I have a muscle spasm in my forearm. You're going to die! <laughs> I'm telling you, some, someone came in last week and they had hep C, completely uncomplicated hep C, right? Totally uncomplicated hep C, easy to treat, right? And they were like almost in tears. I read, I got cancer, I got stage four fibrosis and this. I'm like, you, you don't have any of that. Like the words that are coming out of your mouth, actually there are words, but when you string them together, they don't make medical sense, you know? And they're like, well, I read it all on WebMD. In the back of my head, I'm like, God bless that freaking website, man. It oh. is like been I mean, the it had great intentions to start. Sure, 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 sure. However, I, I comma, right. yeah. a little knowledge is dangerous. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know what I get on the street. I can imagine what you get yeah, in the doctor. Yeah, do, you, do they? Do people debate with you? Do they go back and forth? No, I mean it, rarely, but I usually just I I'm able to nip that in the bud very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm very like. Can you pull it up? Can you pull it up? I don't like for Doc Griggs to be on his phone, but I need your phone. Open, pull it up. Pull that. This? Uh, this? No, no. I mean, just in general, oh, when they come it. in your yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, here's yeah, the right, thing that people, right. most people don't know. If you pay attention to the articles, the references, it's not written by MDs. It's not written. They oh, have yeah, writers. You're talking about WebMD. WebMD. I've actually never actually really been on it. Yeah. So I t- oh, you have. You just don't know it. 
I've been exposed to it. But I actually, now that I'm realizing it, I've never, have you gone? I, have you ever written for it? No, and I've never been asked. Who, who, yeah. I mean, like. I don't know. <laughs> if you look at, I want to know who the authors are. Right. I mean, I mean, there's general information. There's right. stuff. It, it, it's informatics. Right. In, informatics, right? Which is where I live, right? Health education and it's right. fine. But you generally don't tell people they're going to die. Right. No, it's, well, I think, I don't think they, I think they Dude, just list. Go on there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Doc, I got, I got, I got cancer of the elbow. What do you mean? I hit my dude, elbow in my car, and I'm, and now WebMD said I'm gonna dude, die. Dude, you want to hear something? You funny? are gonna die eventually. I don't so know if it's now or 50, the, 60 years from now. The but. equivalent of Web WebMD for doctors is called up to date. That's up to date is really so it's an amazing, yeah, it's awesome. an amazing resource. It is no doctor practicing today uh, is not without up to date. So anyway, yeah. so it's 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 you know kind of colloquially known as the doctor's bible. So I was on up to date like three three years ago, and I uh, I was looking up something for pneumococcal vaccines and yep. something. I was giving a presentation, and I read a paragraph. I read like you know how it it references everything, of course, yep. right? So as I'm reading. Like all of a sudden, I realized the words like sounded kind of like it, it, the syntax of the sentence just changed, and it sounded like vaguely familiar. <laughs> so I went, I looked at the reference, and it referenced me. <laughs> it, those, those were my words that I'd written uh, like ten years prior uh, or fifteen years ago when I was an ID fellow. I did an article with uh, with a then <laughs> attending about the pneumococcal vaccine Ooh, and how. No. It was selecting different serotypes, right? It was it was offering, you know, you're protected against a couple serotypes, but now this niche was happening, and we were documenting this niche of these new serotypes that were coming up of pneumococcus, and there, uh, it was just, it was a very surreal moment in my life where I just started laughing. So I'm like, <laughs> even even in the sentence, I could recognize my own writing. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> If you're tuned in, you are listening to on 2.3 WHIV. This is the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. That's Doc Griggs. I'm Dr. Derry. And so when is it? So Doc Griggs is not going to be here next next week. So uh, I may try to put it together a show then. And then uh, and then we're going to have your barber oh, in the no, week we'll after. Away, we'll get Stan on. Okay. And I'm sure he'll probably have some uh, interesting stories for us. Oh, I will have great stories. I'm going I have to go to New York for a business meeting and then – and it's related to health. And then I oh, have, you mean for next week? Yeah, next week. And then I'm going to the first Council on Black Health workshop for Council oh, cool. on Black Health in the country. Hold on. What are we doing to get more black men in medical schools, or to get more so black people? So what in we're trying? Schools? Well, there's a push from the NMA side, National Medical Association side. But then there's some things on the ground. Dr. Calvin Mackey and I are working on some stuff to help. Mackey push. is the STEM. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Corey Abair, uh, mm-hmm. who's my boy, we're working on some things. Dr. Mari Scholis is working from his end on some stuff. But I want to work and talk to you about this pipeline to medic medic. Uh, it's a program that sent me to Cuba has a program called pipe, uh, MD pipeline where they pick, uh, and it, it's not just for African-American males or just African-Americans, but you pick identify bright students and potential stars that, in the are, community. that are still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. From eight, age 18 to 25, send them to med school, which is a six year process. Uh, first two years is becoming fluent in Spanish. Then you go to the Spanish, uh, Cuban, uh, med school and then you, uh, they partner with residency programs and review courses to get make them qualified and licensed in the United States and to do residency here. Only stipulation is you have to come back and practice in the United States in right. your country in your community that you came from. Right. And I think it's amazing. Right. Um, it's exposure, exposure, exposure. Um, Are you able to talk uh, kids' family? I would imagine that Cuba must be a boogeyman. 
and uh, you're going into some of these neighborhoods and telling them that you want to send their kids to Cuba. Are you getting any pushback for that? Uh, yeah, but anytime, <laughs> especially like it's in any city, I mean, sending anybody's baby away to anywhere. Right, but Cuba, in partic- Cuba, which has been a particular boogeyman in American culture, uh, not not deservedly. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a, it was a, it was right, but I'm just saying what happens when you're like, I'm going to send your boy to medical school, and they're like, oh, great. And it's going to be completely free. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. But we got to send them to Cuba. (laughs) You know, as long as it's safe, a lot of people, I mean, the reception has been pretty warm. But now here's the thing. It's not just like just like with your family and with mine. Right. You're not just sending a kid to med school. You're sending the family to med school, which means that you have to send, you know, mama has to go see the space. Right. Everybody's got to go see it first. Right. So they, they make sure it's okay for their to baby Cuba. to be there for six years. Are right. you kidding? That's what, that's that's the point that I'm making. What? <laughs> but you know there'll be trips back and forth that they can right. see. But I mean, so when is the program going to start? Well, no, we're working on it now. This is right. all the that program has started. No, no I, I the, realize the, the that that program. Right, right, right. No, no, I There's know that. But what about? So we're right. in talks right now. Right. As we speak about it, so it's. Is there anything that, like, would, how are you going to identify people? How do they apply? Is all that, like... We're working on that, got, all that right now. Right. They have a process, their process. I'm putting together my team, which you're part of. Right. Uh, you didn't know it, but yeah, you're part of. Yeah. Um, to make it seamless. Yeah. You, don't think, you every, don't think I'm going to not want to be part of this, dude? I don't like, know, man. You don't try, you don't, you know, you don't, you're not much for travel out of the country. <laughs> I don't. You know, it's, most, not even, it's not even that. It's that I support... The like the I like there needs you to be more it. community. You, yeah, you there get need it. There more needs to be more people of color, right? Yes, <laughs> right. there Doing need this. more people. So, so they, do they? Does that mean they don't have to take the MCAT? Because not taking the MCAT is probably well, huge thing. positive because that MCAT well, no, selects nope. out populations of people. Not necessarily. So here's the deal: you have to you have to get in the med school first. But how so do you, you get into med to, school at 18? If you're 18 years old, you're you haven't gone to college. Well, yet. if you haven't, no, it doesn't matter. That's what that's when their med school start. No, you I know how European I, systems I, are no, set no, up. No, 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 Once I you understand go on a that. Track. But are you saying that the kids go to college here first and no, then they go to no, med school? No, they go to high school to med school. Right. So how do they apply for med school? They apply to the College of Elon. They apply uh, to the Cuban med got school. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Directly out of high school. So okay. So they're not taking MCATs then. I don't know if they have an MCAT equivalent. A, no, yeah. no, the MCAT's an American thing. Right. No, that whole I MCAT is the, no, no, the no, I, I understand that. I don't know what their process is right. or what tests they have to take, but there's a it's a full process. Like, not everybody. You can't just walk in and be, hey, I'm here. Right, right. No, they I have understand. a process, a selection process. And right, but I'm, I'm assuming that that selection, pro- like, that the medic program that you're establishing here in the U.S. is somehow, like, there's a streamline. So, so the medic program is already established. They already have that. What I'm saying is it's streamlined. In order to be a part of the process, the kids have to get into med school. That Cuban, med, they have to apply whatever their process is in Cuba to go to med school. You have to get in. So, okay, let me ask you. I'm not trying to be a, a, a No, you're trying ass. to be confusing. No, 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 no I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. I promise. So, but the other thing, too, is that they don't know Spanish. So are they applying so in English? So you didn't, you didn't listen. No, they go to school for two years to learn Spanish. So who doesn't know Spanish? You mean the people that get that their applications applying? from all over no, the world no. don't know other languages in order to read? They don't okay, have applications. App- if it's if the, sure. yeah, the application is open all over the world, and they just like you press it's translate. Right, that's there you go. That. See, that's the problem. You don't pronounce all your uh, <laughs> your, your syllables and, and your constant. Just like you press translate on your website, yeah. it'll translate to your language. <laughs> right. You. 
press translate, you fill it out, and you send Hold it on. over. Dude, can I tell you in Bulgaria <laughs> and Albania, uh, Google Translate is the best. It is a game. It a, it's, a it's a game changer. It is a game changer. Tell me like. about the, tell, no, so, so what I want to hear is the story about when the first time you found it out. What happened? Well, Liana How was it a game changer? Liana, Liana introduced it to me. So I had no idea about Google Translate. <laughs> Liana introduced it to me. But hold on. Hold on. Dude, there's in Google Translate, there there's like a like you can take a you can like you can hold a wow. uh, hold your phone over something like if you like see a statue that's written in a different language or like a bridge or a menu or anything, you can literally hold your phone over it and it translates. It's amazing. Game changer. <laughs> Have you used it before? No, I haven't. That's why it's so funny to me. I never Dude, thought about that. Google Translate. Are you serious? So, no, no, so then, like, and it's free, right? Well, yeah, of course. So there's a couple <laughs> things, right? Hold on. The other thing that the Google has too is it has, obviously it has Google Maps, right? That but, is a belly laugh. Yeah, but th- listen to this. Google Maps, right? But you can download the city that you're in so that you're not having to be on the internet because most of the times like your phone is on airplane mode so right, right. right so you can actually so i we were a, we just downloaded the maps of like sofia yeah, yeah. or uh, toronto when i was in albania or like plovdiv when i was in bulgaria and then it the maps always on your phone and you could like so you're good yeah you're it's so you get directions and go yeah yeah and the same thing in and, English. You, and you download <laughs> and you download <laughs> what noise was that? aha yeah, to see coming to America, dude. <laughs> anyway, dude, <laughs> Bulgaria, the language is so foreign, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the language. Hold on. So Liana asked this great question wherever. She, yeah, Liana, Liana asked this great question wherever she goes. It's a brilliant question, right? She like we got to know this one guy pretty well, right? And she's like, you know, in English, when something is super foreign, we always say that's Greek to me, right? Yeah, yeah. But G- Bulgarian and Greece are like next door to one another, right? right? They share. So Greek to me, um, and like, yeah, right, right, yeah. So why so are Li- you? Why? Why is? What? So Liana asks, "What do what do Bulgarians? What's the, what do they say? That's Chinese to me. That's what they say. So now you got to go to China. So they, so what Liana does is she's going around asking different cultures. So, so when she goes to China, they'll be like, "That's Bulgarian to me." Right. What the? I swear to God, it's so funny. So folks, this is when community medicine is at its best. When human beings are being human beings, that is hilarious. This is that is awesome. When I first, oh, I when, gotta give her such a when, high five and a when, when, when I see when her. When Lisa first asked that question, what are you I, I almost like, I'm like, what are you doing? And then somebody, <laughs> I, I want to know. They answered, and they were like, they're like, oh yeah, well, we, we. wait, they answered. That's the funny, That's the part. No, it's actually real. She, it, I think she, in China, she did go to China and ask. <laughs> so what they, did they say? I can't remember. <laughs> we would need to text her. You got to text her. Where's your phone? Text her. Gotta, oh. um, she, oh, if she could call in, that would be awesome. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Chinese. Uh, let, let me see if I can yeah, get Bulgaria, her. That's Greek to me. <laughs> so what did the Greece, what, in, what, in Greece, what, what do you say in Greece? <laughs> that's what I'm going to ask. I'm, I'm texting her right now. <laughs> She's going to hit back, folks. This is a very real show. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> Stay what on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what my wait, wife would say. Yeah, can so you, let's, can let's, you let's, not? Can we like, get your wife on? <laughs> no. That answer is a no. 
<laughs> so all right so how are we gonna get so all right so the medic program is how many kids do they uh, so the, the other thing i was gonna say too is that there's a real problem let's see if she says oh no um that um that the um the uh, i forgot what i was about to say no, the oh no no no, no, no i know residency residency programs residencies residencies so they have an agreement with certain residencies and hospitals uh, here in the state so let me set up the context yep. there's too many medical students graduating from uh from medical schools now when we you add spots. in when, yeah and so there's 10,000 excess it's, can you imagine going through medical school and paying and i have a and, kid I got a kid. Do you really? He didn't match. God bless it, man. My heart goes out to this. Which kids, is man. why I am working hard. So <laughs> we're talking about all, I'm telling my projects. I'm working to create a space for them can, in community medicine. Can you is for, it, how for do you, a year? For a year. And I'm working on getting it privately funded until it's publicly funded for them to come and still not you, be the bane right. of their family's existence. Still be proud. You are a doctor. You finished med school. Right. It's great. It's not your fault. But you have a space as a doctor. You don't because you I have, tried to be a substitute. They, no one will hire you when you met, finish med school and you're a doctor and you don't have a gig. You're overqualified to be a teacher. You're overqualified to be a bartender. Even right. people think you're making a mockery of what you're applying to, right. and then your self-esteem goes in the Dude, pitch. Dude, it's and it's, it's horrible. And this happens. It's ten thousand young people a, a year. I mean, Add that up. I mean, like, I think it's been that way for like five or six years. Yeah. Every medical school I go and I lecture at, it's the thing that's on every young person's mind. If they don't match, yeah. Do you know how you know how I matched to Case Western? No. Did I ever tell you this story? No. Oh, dude, <laughs> get ready to start teasing me. Buckle your seatbelts. Yeah, get ready to start teasing me for the rest of my life. All right, you no, ready? You already, no, you peed on that snake split. I'm good. We're good. So you ready for yeah. this? Yeah, you're this immune, Jamie. This, this is how I matched for Case. So um, I uh, I applied for the, the 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 matching program, and this is like, dude, we're talking like 1999. It was yeah. a different time, yeah. right? Yeah. So I I applied for the matching program, but what I did is I never I, n- I never interviewed at any schools. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't ma- I didn't like I just applied so I was just a name you never interviewed I didn't do any interviews and then what happened was uh, because in those days internal medicine like they ha- there was a billion it was a, it was so many seats yeah. so what happened was after uh, after match day came there was a ton of available scrambled. spots so my name was at the top of the you scrambled I totally yeah. I, I case western so in those days like case West, holy smoke <laughs> in, so I know someone that didn't match in psychiatry, but scrambled and got a spot in psychiatry at Harvard. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's what I'm saying. So that's exactly that case Western. Right. Holy smokes! So, so I so because wow. in those days there was no cell phone. So I just uh, you know you gave a phone number and a pager or whatever. We still carried pagers in those beepers. days. No, they were called beepers. Beepers, right? And well, so, I called them beepers. He might have called them pagers with right. his Le Croix one. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a beep and it was like and I answer it was a 216 number it was a Cleveland number and I pick up and they're like hey uh, we see that you didn't match uh, are you interested in coming in interviewing or uh, and I was yeah. like yeah and I sat down the dude wasn't the the guy who ran the internal medicine program was an ID doc he was a global ID doc global <laughs> So he's a parasitologist, but he literally, while we were talking, he literally just opened up his desk, pulled out a contract, just had me sign it, and that was and that was how I matched. And I tell that story to young people today, and they just want to reach over the table and choke me. Well, but but, but they want to reach over and choke you, but you need to understand, and it goes back to what we were just saying about Liana, 
people, we're still human beings. So you can't forget, and all the technology, and that's why it drives you nuts uh, when I'm on the phone. We have real interactions. <laughs> yeah, it drives me nuts when you, right. you're you on the phone and we're here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm looking up stuff for us to talk about. Right. The, the, the point is we forget the human part of it. Right. We take care and can nurture each other when we spend time to talk. Being a doctor means that you teach and that you spend time with people, helping them heal themselves. Right. All we're doing is trying to help, but you, if you, when you put this – too much technology in between and right. you, you forget the humanness of folks, then you need to find something else to do. And I don't care whether it's medicine, you could be an engineer, you could be a mechanic, you could be a cashier. If we forget that we're people, then you, you, you lose the, your purpose. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, if you're tuned in, you are listening to 102.3 so, WHIV. This is the I don't check. deal well with yellow snakes with get fit, feet. Yeah, get, get checking. Yeah, get moving. Let's, Wait, so let's get to Riggs, it. No, Dr. We're, we're not going to talk. I'm, I'm going to leave. We, we, put the, we put the elephant to the side long enough. Uh, I've been trying to keep you upbeat. I've been more vocal um, and sillier than usual yeah. because I'm trying to keep my friend, uh, my friend, uh, not just colleague, but my dear friend, Dr. Mark Allendary. Uh, lost someone very close to him uh, prematurely from something that could have been, I can honestly say, could have been prevented. It's unexpected. Whether it could be prevented or not, just like I always say, if it's one in a million, one in a billion, it doesn't matter when it's you. Right. You lost a dear friend, and I just, I just, I'm going to be quiet. I just want you to talk. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I just and I, I know. didn't want you to go long. No, I know because I cry when people cry, and I don't do right, that. Right, just, right. No, I, I, yeah. I, and I'll be brief. Because it's something that that Doc Griggs and I have talked about several times here on the show. Because I, you know, I think you recently lost uh, we, you lost somebody close to you also, uh, and it's it's from heart attacks. I mean, these are young young men uh, in their early fifties. Uh, Kevin uh, McRae was was my close friend, and uh, and he died uh, at fifty two of a sudden heart attack. And he just had gotten married. He never. Yeah. Let's and focus on who he was. Say what he did, but I yeah. want you to tell the amazing stories that you told me about running for office. The yeah, whole yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna yeah. do all that. So, so anyway. I'm silent, folks. Uh, yeah, Doc's so gonna take us out. Kevin McRae's. Uh, um, he was a professional motorcycle uh, 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 race back, uh, racer, so he would race motorcycles, uh, and then he got into business, and he was one of these guys that were just very talented and was, you know, made a lot of money, had homes in, like, Nicaragua and Paris, Boston, and had two homes here in New Orleans. He had one home in Metairie, and the home in Metairie had this huge garage, and he had, like, five classic cars in that garage. Um, and then had a big home uh, in the Irish Channel as well, and she had a beautiful, beautiful space. And uh, recently got married uh, about five years ago to a beautiful woman named Vika. They were at our wedding, uh, and uh, they just had a a, uh, a child, his first kid. Uh, it was eight eight months old now, and named the child is Kieran. And uh, Kevin was really one of a kind man. He was he was super smart, super funny, and he was a perpetual prankster. And he uh, would run for office, and he ran for office against some, you know, some and 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 uh, against some famous people. And he really pushed the envelope. And um, you know, he made a movie about Elizabeth Warren. He was also a documentarian filmmaker, so he made three movies. Uh, uh, one movie was about uh, Elizabeth Warren and her kind of rise to uh, uh, the amazing uh, kind of leadership skills that she has right now. But probably the one that he's most famous for is uh, he ran against Ayanna Presley, And this is before Ayanna Presley was Ayanna Presley. Now everybody knows the name Ayanna Presley because she's you know, one of the four. I refer to them as the Justice Squad 
um, that includes uh, AOC and Ilhan uh, Omar and Rashid Tlaib, uh, the so-called squad, uh, the four uh, amazing progressive uh, congresswomen of, uh, of the U.S. Congress. Anyway, when uh, Ayanna Presley was, uh, uh, Kevin and Ayanna Presley were running for city council together, but Kevin came down to New Orleans about eight months prior and legally changed his name. He had this so completely planned out, dude. He legally changed his name to Pat Piasso. And Piasso means clown in Spanish. Did, did I show you the picture of him in his car? No? <laughs> you got to see this. So Pat Piasso means clown in, in Spanish. And what he did was essentially uh, ran for office uh as a as a clown at, like literally <laughs> he's laughing right now uh he literally ran uh, for office as a clown got dressed up as a clown um and the idea was to kind of uh, obviously was to kind of uh, make a mockery of our uh of our politics of the day because obviously um, I mean, it doesn't take much to say how bad, you know, politics is today. And in fact, there's uh, there's actually a um, uh, debates and I wanted to kind of get your idea on that. But I'm showing Griggs right now here. So he bought a Viper. <laughs> Look, at he even has the hand. Look at the he has the hand with like the three fingers on. it, And so. <laughs> that's that's Kevin McRae as Pat Piazza. And I mean he like and he bought, you know, he bought a a Viper. He tricked it out as a uh, uh and he he ran for office and Ayanna Presley Everybody hated him, dude, because everywhere he would go, because clowns don't talk, so you'd always have a horn, and he would have the, he wouldn't talk, so every time, like, and then when somebody said something that was BS, he'd, like, start honking his horn, like, like, you know, like, he'd start clowning around and stuff, and he ran for city council in Boston, dude, he got one-third of the votes, he got one third of the votes against Ayanna, against Ayanna Presley, dude, like, I mean, you <laughs> completely, dude. He he didn't. He yeah. He would. He was wah 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 wah. Dude, he sat right there where you're seated right now, and he made me laugh so hard. Uh, his story, and I actually put it up on uh, on the Nola Matters page. If you want, if you put yeah, if you want to hear the interview, if you go to Nola Matters on WHIV, and uh, you'll see the interview with Kevin McRae. Yeah, <laughs> he, he oh yeah, no, because so he lost, and when he lost, he had to come back down. He changed his name back to Kevin McRae. <laughs> he changed his name back. <laughs> Dude, and he he ran. Dude, he did not spend one dollar. <laughs> but what he did do is he he gave himself a million dollars. He loaned himself a million dollars uh, <laughs> just to freak everybody out because. But a city a city council per people usually run their campaigns are like seventy thousand, hundred thousand. You know, maybe in L.A. or New York, it's 200000 But no one has ever given a million. So when he transferred a billion dollars into his account, everybody. And you want to know the other thing he started to do? Listen to this. I was <laughs> listening to the interview. So the Boston Globe did not cover 
the race at all. And the reason why was because he, they, every time they came knocking on his door, the only thing he wanted to talk about was how the owner of the Boston Globe also owns the Boston Red Sox. And he got a sweetheart deal on some property in downtown Boston that obviously he got because of his connections with the, you know, he's the, he's super rich, right? And then he also took his, and this is Kevin's words, he took his trophy wife, that's Kevin's words, they're separated by 40 years. Right, and he he took his trophy wife, who's forty years younger than him, and she's running the Boston Globe, and she has no journal. She has no journalistic background whatsoever, and so every time they called, he's like, "I want to." He's like, "I want to talk to you about my campaign, but the two issues that I want to talk about are the owner of the newspaper, and I also want to talk about the uh, right and and the fact that he put this trophy wife." They're like. Kevin, we can't talk about that. He's like, well, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk to you about it. Hold on. So the one, arguably one of the nation's biggest papers, so they could not cover the race because he refused to. So, so the, the only thing is the, he said that the day before the, 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 the election, they just said, please go to the, the polls and vote. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. This is all true. Yeah. Somebody yeah. This is a, it's work. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Kevin McRae punked. And, yeah, yeah, I will, I will, I, I, I will. Kevin McRae literally punked the, uh, the, he, he was on every single newspaper, uh, digital newspaper around the world, dude. There's new, in Brazil, Pat Payaso. You, you look him up, man. He's, because people were like, because he just did what we all wanted to do. We all know it's all, it's just all a big joke. It's just like he was like, and the idea of running as a clown was, was. So, so what happened? So, I mean, we, so we don't know. So his, you know, his wife is, um, uh, you know, we've all kind of reached out to her. And so there's just been a bit of a radio silence at this point. So we don't know. He was supposedly at work. He was uh, a contractor. So he was at a site and he was building something or whatever. And he apparently just kind of just dropped dead uh, right there. And I don't I don't know any. We have no no idea details. So let's get to the medical part of that. The, right. You know, no, nothing hits home until it hits home. Um, guys, we got to go to the doctor. Right. I mean. Uh, it's just we just have to go. I have a friend that had a stroke because he didn't go to the doctor for a year. I have another cousin that had a heart attack in thirty two. Like, why? Because I don't like going. Do well, you take Matt? Nope. You go to the doctor? Nope. I don't want to hear no bad news. Uh, right. It's, I mean, this is why we need Medicare for all. I mean, like uh, we, uh, the, the, it's hard enough to get guys to go to the doctor. Then you add all the. You know, like the like, obstacles and the yeah, dude. Liana went to get, Liana went to the doctor um, uh, for a procedure, small procedure, right, upper GI type stuff. It, we're still getting bills. We're yeah, like, so. like it's like now it's the anesthesiologist, like the PA for the anesthesiology is like sending us a bill. I'm like, like, like we you touch the healthcare system. Like I'm afraid to even vaccinate people, dude. Yeah. To be honest with you, because wow. like I like like every it has become. It, it, it's 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 a profit making scheme at this point, dude. Yeah. It's 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 you know I understand people's hesitation to get part of the medical system, you know. So you're going to hear Kamala Harris today probably tell a story. I think she, is she on tonight or is she on tomorrow night? I forget. I think she's on tomorrow night. You're going to hear. Yeah, I think she's on tomorrow. You're going to hear Kamala Harris tomorrow talk about the story of no no one person should be no mother should be holding her baby in her arms outside of an ER, afraid to walk in. 
uh, or keep measuring the you know the the temperature, uh, or maybe it's Elizabeth Warren's story. I think that's Elizabeth Warren's story. But still, the idea is nobody wants to touch the healthcare system because it's a big monster so, that so, yeah, well, yeah. that nobody understands. I was about to say something unpopular, but it popular. You no, know, every mother should touch the cheek of their child. No one knows your child better than you. I just had a friend navigate the healthcare system because what sounds like a post-hepatic neuralgia in a kid. Right. Uh, secondary to var- varicella, right. and they treated her like she was a loon. Even wanted to call social services. The kid has this ne- neuralgic pain. Um, and they How were like, old is the, the child? Nine. Really? Yeah, but I mean, on the face? No. Th- so there was a rash. Right. And the rash went away. Then the kid has problems moving her joints and swallowing, and her teeth hurt her skin. The clothes touch her skin. I mean. <laughs> I can't say you don't have to go to med school to know because right. I've been through med school. I don't know the other perspective. Sounds like neuralgia to me. Hmm. The kid had a rash two weeks ago. Sounds like ID doc. It could be. It's probably viral. Right. Don't know what it is. And guess what? The virus, the rash came back. You know what? I'm going to have her talk to you just as an education sure. piece. I don't diagnose and I don't treat, but I try to educate. And we just, it, it got to the point. She lived in another state. It got to the point. I had to call one of my colleagues down here that works with kids to get her to call her colleagues in another city for the mom to be taken seriously. It should not be that way. The, the Nine-year-olds don't just wake up screaming in pain right. for no reason. Well, and there is a condition like where like you can't, you know, where it hurts to have like something on you or the blankets on your bed or yeah, your yeah, clothes yeah, on your body yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, two minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, yeah, I stuttered for two minutes. Yeah. I've had the flu and... You know, your joints ache, yeah. and it just hurts. Neuralgia is neuralgia. I mean, yeah. yeah. How how was that flu? Which which one? <laughs> it's one not like there. malaria. I didn't pee on a snake's foot. Uh, did you? Are you getting vaccines now? <laughs> no, you said you were scared to get vaccines. Right? No, I will. Uh, I'll give you. It's a, about time. Well, you know, it's no, coming no, 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 no. It's, it's October. A, October. But cause, no, we need to start talking about it now. Oh yeah, we need to start talking about it now. Absolutely. Yeah. We. Uh, it would be great because I'm going to definitely go in and, and vaccinate the mayor again. So I'll have you. Uh, oh, with the, look, and he did it with bravado. <laughs> No, I think as I was vaccinating her, I was like, I said, uh, I said, Mayor, uh, can check your finger move? I said, no, no, I said my wit may be. Sh- I said the 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 needle's dull, but my my wit is sharp, or something like that. Ooh. And she laughed, and then boom, it went right in. She's like, that didn't even hurt. Did she spray like, air freshener? Yeah. <laughs> give you a stick of give you a stick of gum, maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, you're a turd. We right. uh, <laughs> got a minute left. Anything to say? Uh, no, get checked, get fit, get moving, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, <laughs> get vaccinated. wash your hands. Right, wash Come your Saturday, hands. nine to twelve, Andrew Wilson oh, Charter School. Right. Doctor Derry will be there with me. I have the commitment, yes. and we will do what we can to get these kids tuned up. Uh, and his wit, maybe <laughs> my very sharp wit. Yeah, am I going to be checking the, ears yeah. or eyes or both? I, I want to try to get someone to do because the eye exam we can we can supervise someone doing, but yeah. ears definitely, and I have a dentist um, doing it, and I'll make it fun. Doctor Derry will hula hoop. I I will. Hula. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure I'll do so successfully. <laughs> but doesn't matter. But he will. He will do it. He will do it. You heard it here, folks. Dude, <laughs> heard you know it here we, first, folks. Dude, you know what we should do? We should just take interviews, uh, and uh, I'll play them on Tuesday. Let's do that. Yeah, that'll be so much. And, oh, we do one adult, one kid. One adult, one kid. We'll, 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 do, we'll do when you come back. Oh, we don't, we don't. Booyah, folks! And there you have it. So what we do is we turn, we turn frowns upside down. Uh, we make you get checked, get fit, get movement. I hope uh, y'all have had as much fun as we have 
today. I really, really hope my friend feels better and uh, whatever you need, dude. Thank you so much. A Real News Network is starting right now. What's going on here with Israeli politics?